guys, welcome back to the Digging in the Crates podcast with your hosts, Kaylee, Catherine, and Chica. Make sure to check out all of our social media. Our Instagram is Digging in the Crate, and if you want to be part of any future shows, DM our Insta with any questions or suggestions. Happy New Year's, guys. Welcome back to our first episode of 2021. Woo! <laughs> We're currently stuck in a, a snow-covered wasteland up here. Um, we've had, like, two nor'easters, like, back-to-back. Though the last one actually wasn't even bad here and we literally had class canceled chica can't relate to that because oh, back yeah, home no. we got like two feet do your family have two feet too kaylee or no yeah no if the school buses couldn't get you there they would have like a snow day or like a two-hour delay which was so beautiful oh my gosh my dad actually sent me um an article that was like all the nyc schools were just doing remote learning and he was like tell us chica because chica was like i bet you no one's gonna have snow days ever again like everything's gonna be remote learning and stuff and he was like oh yeah it came true yeah my younger sister's high school um it's all still like virtual so it was just the same schedule that sucks i was so disappointed because i already had classes online anyway whatever we love to see it it was 60 degrees i was right it was 60 degrees in vegas all of break for me so it really sucked getting off the plane but speaking of break i found out something so bizarre i mean i guess it's bizarre to me but do you know i know kaylee knows this artist mm. but you know the artist chica that has the same name as me oh i love her yeah yes. like i love her music i play it all the time rap genius she was on npr's tiny desk she's a really good artist oh. i think she was a part of the um xxl series um anyway i just found out that apparently she's a really really close family friend and oh that her God. mom and my mom go like way back wait the irony that you both it's of them so named their daughter weird. chica i know and i've been saying it for years i'm like oh my gosh you have the same name ha 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 oh that's my God. crazy she's so talented how old is she i don't do i feel know? like i should know this hey, i'll look it up none of my family listens to this but i'm sh- i'm sure she's like similar age yeah too. i was so shocked Wait, where did your mom know her from she's 23 they like, grew up together i think but my mom texts my mom always texts me and my sister to like vote for this person for this it's just really random i don't know um and she's like please vote for chica in this like upcoming award thing and then me and my sister like lmao why and then we found out that she's a family friend and that she wanted her to win that's the only way you found that's, that's the way so i found funny. out you just found out yeah now. i'm like mom i've literally been listening to her music for <gasps> so connected. long that's so awesome oh. i know so hopefully we get to meet soon my mom wants to like make yes, it happen please. i don't know but oh my god she's amazing I oh know. that's so i'm so happy you know this that's so exciting that's so cool oh my god. so my question for you guys is you know that thing where people say oh i'm like one degree away from this famous person or i'm two degrees away from this person mm-hmm. who's like the closest degree to you when it comes to like celebrities or like authors Ooh. like just people who are like well respected and known do you like plot this normally chica like you know these oh things? yeah i'm like oh, i'm two degrees away from this person like i don't know i just i feel like in my life i've known so many different people from so many different places who like, else are I you think I, I told you this, like, Peyton Meyer, he was on Girl Meets World. Oh, yeah. He and my sister were, like, really, like, best friends in elementary school. And his dad used to, like, make birthday cakes. And he made a birthday cake for one of us one year. I don't know. So, that I'm, like, one degree away from that. And there's so many other examples. I can't think of them at the top of my head right now. But I just think it's wild how it's, like, works. See, my only, like 
celebrity connection. It's really funny that you said girl meets world because um, I don't have any celebrity connections. But one time I was walking down the street um, when I was in California visiting my cousins and these people were like chasing me and they were like, Rowan Blanchard, Rowan Blanchard, like please smile. And we're like taking photos of me. And they completely thought I was her. What? And I was like 12 years old and I was like, bro, please, like that is not me at all. And I thought it was hilarious. They like took my pictures all over and they completely thought I was her. They're like convinced. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... I don't have any celebrity connected except, um, you know. We have a celebrity lookalike. That's so cool. Uh, Yeah. I mean, when we were both in middle school, we looked a little alike. Now, we don't look alike at all, but it's kind of funny. (laughs) So cool. Oh, another really cool story. The same trip to California, actually, was when um, I was walking down the same street. So, honestly, crazy. We were on Hollywood Boulevard, me and my mom. And um, my mom was walking, and this woman turns and taps her on the shoulder. And she's like, oh, my God, I know you. Wow, like, it's so good to see you. Did we go to high school together? Like, how do I know you? Talking to my mom. And my mom's looking at her, and she's like, oh, I know you, too. I recognize you. Like, I'm not sure where I recognize you from. And my mom's like, oh, my God, you're on Breaking Bad. Like, you're a celebrity. Like, that's how I know you. And then she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But how do I know you? Like, I swear I know you. We went to high school. We something. And they realize they don't know each other at all. But she's like, it's so funny that my mom was, like, such a big fan of her. And she was, like, convinced. Like, she kept, like, walking away and being like, no, I swear. Did you go to here or did you go to here? And she was, like, trying to map out how they knew each other. That's it was so crazy. cool. Yeah. I love coincidences like that. She was so nice and so sweet. I wish. My mom should have lied. We were like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we so, hang out. Invite me to dinner. Yeah, with this, like, amazing celebrity. <laughs> but she was really sweet. But, yeah, no, they don't know each other. I've met. I'm trying to think of all the celebrities I've met, which is very few. But Logan Henderson from Big Time Rush. He, like, Oh, my God. he lives in Ow. Summerlin, or like he lives like near Summerlin. <laughs> oh my God! So he's like out and about <laughs> all the so time. Funny. And I think it was junior year of high school. I was at Red that's Rock so Casino because that's where our movie theater is, and we saw him in the movie theater. And he was like walking by, and my friend Miley was like Logan, and he like turned around and like was like <laughs> yeah, like waved. It was so bizarre. It's like a fever dream, but yes, oh I God. have met. Logan Henderson from Big Time Rush. Oh, I met Niall Horn from One Direction. <laughs> what? But um, we did pay for it, which is kind of funny. But um, my sister Naj is, like, obsessed with Niall. Obsessed. So for a Christmas gift, like, um, my, our parents got that for us. It's like we went to his concert, and they had, like, a meet and greet. So, yeah. I have the photo, like, on my wall over there, oh which gosh. is really funny. But I was such a big One Direction fan. Yeah. One time for Thanksgiving, um, for Thanksgiving, we always, like, rented houses, like, upstate or, like, in different states or whatever. And we rented a house near Woodstock one time, and for some, like, bizarre reason, my, like, aunt, like, knows, like, the guy who founded Woodstock, and he, like, came over one night, what? like, with his, like, other, like, musician buddies, and, like, me and my sister and my cousins all, like, played music for him, and it was, like, yeah. the trippiest thing ever, because, like, I would not consider myself, like, a proficient guitar player, but, like, it was a whole weird, like, little jam sesh thing where, like, this, the absolute like the founder of Woodstock was like sitting there we're just like playing acoustic guitar for him and singing and it was like he was like the exact guy you'd imagine like his curly so like gray cool. hair yeah that's how and, I'd like, imagine him yeah like curly gray hair <laughs> so like indie. like neutral earthy clothing oh, yeah. the town of Woodstock's actually like really like there's absolutely nothing going on everyone's like oh it's gonna be the next big pop-up town like it's gonna be like all this cool stuff it has like two like vegan cafes and like a wax like candle store and like that's that, literally that's it. it it's like it's like it's like fu- I mean this is more than that but it's like Every time I go there, I'm like, what, like, why are we here? But that was, like, the one cool Whoa. thing yeah. that happened to us in Woodstock. But. I think the biggest celebrity that I met, or at least my favorite, was um, a birthday gift for my sister, Nausea. She's obsessed with Niall Horn from One Direction. We are crazy, crazy One Direction fans. 
and um, both of our parents bought us concert tickets as well as like a meet and greet ticket. So we got to meet him. He was so nice. And oh my God, that like fulfilled all my dreams because even in like middle school, because they've been around since we were in fifth grade. So that's really young to start loving them. Like my whole middle school years was spent like with my aunt and with my friends. She let us drive around the whole city and we would wait outside. Like this is embarrassing, but we'd wait outside their hotel and be like, please come out. Please, I want to meet you. Or like we would go where they were having concerts, but we weren't going and try to meet them. And it's just so crazy. But really that like British whole like British boy band, they just took over. It's crazy. Yeah, I never never like loved um one direction like so many friends are obsessed with that like the boy band stuff but the closest like british experience i have now is my cousin just married a guy from england and now like i have the whole like i'm trying to master the accent in terms of that because it's just so funny like Lauren and i are just obsessed with it like he, <laughs> but he, he's so sweet to us now like before we left for college he bought us like all like little british candy and he sent it off to us and he bought us like especially like cadbury's Aww. hot chocolate too and he like, makes it for us in milk and he's like so nice and like wow but that's like the unless it's we have no other foreign like people in the family or not foreign I don't know but that's so weird to me that you are mentioning all of this. I feel like I've told you guys this before, maybe not, but half of my family is British or like half my family lives in London. Literally, you, never once. What? Never once. I literally have. This you is a part never of my identity. That. <laughs> yes, I have. It's not part of your identity. You should have it in your Instagram bio with a little flag. You talk about. I clearly don't know anything about. <laughs> You talk about <laughs> Vegas the most location-wise. You've rarely yeah, talked Well, because I've never actually been to London. That's Sorry. why I want to study abroad there so oh, much. So I can it's all adding up. Visit I was like, why family. is she asking her advisor about London? I was like, huh. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it anyway. So I just assumed never... it was from One Direction, you know. No. <laughs> ew. Do not whoa, insult whoa, whoa. me. <gasps> no. Don't insult me. <laughs> Whenever my family would visit from London... Um, they'd always bring like British candy, so I'm obsessed yeah. with British candy. Love it, love everything about it. That's so funny that you mentioned oh, wait. that. So um, we met them. They've, they've come to see you before, but you've never seen them. Like, well, in there's London. like 70 plus of them. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> wow, even know how. That's yeah, my family's what? really big. My family's super, super big. Same. So that's why, like I said before, I had no idea that like I had some relation oh my to God. Chica the rapper. That's like, amazing. I would have never known that. Yeah, but. I've only, like, met a few of them. Like, the most recent time I've, like, actually, like, hung out with my British cousins was I went to Arizona, I think, two summers ago. And then we watched, like, all of Marvel together because we oh, can so relate fun. on that. It's a classic yeah. bonding but moment. I was texting Not my for you, cousin. Catherine, but, you know. I know. And she texted <laughs> with the ex because British people, like, say kisses at the end of, like, every text. And I think that's really weird. Hugs and kisses, love. I want to check if my, like... <laughs> Like, like it's a thing that they do. XOXO. You might, because now that you're saying that, I feel like I know what you're saying. Yeah. But that's why I like yes! the accent, because... He does! Yeah, <gasps> the X. What the heck? I feel like that's really funny that you're like, oh, my cousins, they came from so far, and I'm like, wow, my family's massive. But, like, the most exciting was, like, someone from Florida, and I'm like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I obviously have family in Italy and in China and, like, all over, but the only ones that I've, like, met or, like, have known... I yeah, from Florida was the wildest. <laughs> I know we have like an extended family tree that like my aunt took the time to like research and do all this stuff, and then like my nana was like, "I want to go back to France, like track all these people down." I was like, "If she shows up at their doors, that's so scary." She thinks she, she thinks she can speak French too. She's like, "Oh, papa, oh, je papa." Wait, maman. that's a big no no. Like, if you are American speaking French in France, uh, they hate you. <laughs> I know I did that in France, like in the in the countryside. 
I spoke and they Ooh, liked it and they were so happened? polite and they were great. But once I got to Paris, they were yeah. so mean. And I was like, holy crap. But, like in the countryside, they were like talk because sometimes you had to. Sometimes it was like very small towns and like we had to like actually talk to them in French. Yeah. But um, in Paris, I was like, that's why I didn't like Paris as much because I went to the countryside first. A lot of people and then don't. Went into people say like, the oh. French countryside is better. I was like, this is not the dream. Because I used to be obsessed with Paris, like, my whole, like, my childhood bedroom, I went through many phases. I went through, like, a jungle phase, I went through a Paris-themed phase, like, oh, many God. things. But, like, I had, like, a Par- like Paris pillow and, like, little, like, <laughs> mannequin thing no. to put necklaces on. Like, oh, yeah, like, no. very stereotypical, like, Damask print bedspread, like, like the black the and white. Like, the like, in the Paris <laughs> Oh, stuff. no, I had peace signs in my bedroom. Ew. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's just as bad. Peace no, signs? that was bad. I was like, I was baby though. I was really, I was not sentient. I was too young. Was okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I unfortunately was, but I pride myself in not going through any phases growing up. Oh come on! There is that means you've no grown. Way. That's what Cody Co said in the video yesterday. He was like, "If you haven't gone oh, through yeah. phases, you haven't grown." And there's like twenty in his couples grown. cringe video. I just haven't. Like you know how people go through like the emo phase. I like, had all of it. Uh, nah, no, none of it. I didn't go through any phase. I was just like normal what do you mean you had no so you're telling me chica you're telling me we look back in your camera rolls and like in your parents hard, hard drives and there's no like that's a cringy phase like i used to wear like sequined and tie-dye or like that was a cringy phase i was obsessed with horses or, like, chica, that was cringy. i know you were leggings under skirts <laughs> just because you're obsessed no with i never did that i know <laughs> justify it Kevin's <laughs> a horse girl <gasps> you're a horse girl back up okay i we never talked about this we never talked about this i'm so sorry what I'm not that on? okay. Dark well, days. Yeah, I did horseback ride probably from when I was like seven <laughs> to like twelve. Okay, I did do shows bad. and stuff. Yeah, <gasps> I did do shows. It's the most. Exp- I feel like it's the most expensive sport you can do. Oh, for sure. Besides hockey, I think is a very another very expensive sport to do. But I did. I for some reason Ballet that's what happened. Expensive. I did all the sports that were like far too expensive. Then I would like be like, okay, there's no point in continuing. I did like karate. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna like buy all like equipment. I did horseback riding. I was like, I'm not gonna rent a horse. Lauren did dance too. That was like so expensive. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah like, Chica and I, we both did yeah. dance. So we know how expensive that is. I just think once you like grow up and dance, you realize that there's so many other people with the same hobby as you. Like there's millions upon millions mm-hmm. of people in dance. And then I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get anywhere with this. So I just simply stopped. So. Nope. Oh, well, that's positive. Um, No, I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, it's either it's too much of an investment at this point. I was like, money. yeah. Just too much money to, to do it. But because I think like most people stop dancing and like, 21 like i know like a girl from my high school was like doing it competitively and was like going to college for it but then like she was like nah. and once all the pandemic stuff hit she was like i'm not gonna do it yeah like for my life i don't know you have to be like really in it to go do it I past mean, like 18 it depends because i know my not old dance coach because she wasn't really my dance coach but she does professionally now she's like what 23 and she just made the um nfl dance team for the radio for the raiders the radio rats so like that's really cool that she's doing that right now uh guys that could have been us remember we took hip-hop classes at bu guys that was embarrassing was a freaking time i was thinking back about it last night and i was like that was a different person so funny we really did that my knee was like busted too i couldn't even stand on one leg i was like i'm gonna collapse it's so funny and we were so sick i love it and one time chica like oh yeah no kaylee was begging me like please Catherine, can we skip today like, please can we skip it was class? like we were, yeah. we were like just 
like sore, running nose, like couldn't see out of her mm-hmm. eyes. Like I'm convinced that at that point we had COVID. I or think some so because Captain, I went to Fit Rec we with so you, sick. and I was running, and I could not even breathe. Like my <gasps> lungs hurt Wait, so bad. Do you think that's actually without you? That makes so much sense. Chica, that makes you're like, so much I can't sense. Breathe. You're having this shin splint thing, but you're also like, I cannot physically breathe. Yeah. And I was like, um, and then one time I went with Libby to like the GSU, and I was eating sushi, and just was like it was eating just straight ice. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And we all went out to that restaurant together, had the spicy stuff. I just felt like burning, but couldn't taste anything. Oh my gosh, oh my God. when we went restaurant. out to eat. Yes. yes. We didn't yeah. taste anything. Every single one of us were like, I can't taste a single thing. And I was fine. I was like, this is great. We this... didn't taste anything. You also were like warning us about it, Chica. You were taking like the um, pandemic class and you were like, it's coming. And I was like, shut up, it's not coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, I think I am psychic. I generally am. But like on a serious note, I think I am. So many different Wait, things. Please are- explain. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm psychic, but I think I have the best intuition ever. Mm. Like, I mean, minus like certain hiccups, I just <laughs> know. Minus my mistakes on judging other people for who they are, I have really oh. good intuition Whoa. about people or Shots like fired. about like certain situations. Um, and I think it's because I have like anxiety. And I read this thing that like anxiety screams at you, but what your intuition mm. is just like a calm whisper. So I've been like <laughs> been able to distinguish huh. the two. No, I'm serious. And I can't like my whole body is screaming at me at all times. That's, that's my keep calm and my anxiety is not screaming at me poster. <laughs> that's so aggressive. Cat, hang, hang in there. So in a therapist's office. But I think I do like genuinely. Um, I can't like remember that's like so specific funny. things because a lot of it just happens like every day but my two recent things they're like really dumb examples but I think during break I like woke up one morning and I was like me and my mom watched movies together and during break she was trying to watch all of my favorite movies with me um and it was getting close to the Thursday I was leaving so I woke up that morning I was like oh I need to watch now you see me with my mom because she really wanted to see that and we hadn't talked about it in like three weeks and I don't even know why I thought about it first thing in the morning. I was walking downstairs to tell her about it. And now you see me was playing on the TV. And my sister and my mom were watching it. And I was like, what is going on? It was the weirdest scene ever. And then in recent, just like two days ago, I lost my battery charger for my camera. I think I left it at home. And I was really annoyed, but only for a split second. Because like those things are expensive. I was going to have to buy a new one, which I did yesterday. But my whole morning was planned like to the T I was gonna get my wake up early get my COVID test go to Duncan with Bianca and Angela and then I do my homework and go to the GSU and then meet up with Abby so I had my whole like schedule planned and then I lost my camera battery and I told myself that it was for a reason just automatically I was like there's a reason why I have to like move my schedule around I'm supposed to bump into someone tomorrow like that was my just I don't know why I thought that but I immediately thought that so I was really excited for some strange reason. I don't know. Aww. Something was telling me that I was going to bump into someone on my way to my COVID test, which I had to, like, push up. So I, like, walked out of Danielson. I was like, who am I going to bump into? Like, who am I going to bump into? And at the perfect moment, I bumped into this girl that I've been dying to talk to about something. And I don't know. It was just I was right. And it was really bizarre. Um, I'm going to cut this part out. But I ran into Kaveri. So... I don't know who yeah. that is. So, was that was really interesting. Um, oh, oh my gosh. Her old friend. I told you guys. I'll tell you after this. But, yeah, that was really interesting, and I have really good intuition, so. I feel like 
I'm either the exact opposite or I know exactly what's going on. Like, in small moments, I'll be like, oh, this tastes kind of weird. I should stop eating it. And then I keep eating it because I'm like, I'm stupid. Like, it's definitely not anything. And then I get sick and I'm like, oh, I, I knew it. Like, wow. So that's me not listening to myself. But then sometimes I'll have, like, really interesting dreams. Or I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, something bad is going to happen. Or I'll think about a person. And the second I reach out to them, I'm like, wow, I had to talk to them for a reason. And it'll yeah. all, like, flow through. I think it's important so. to, like, follow intuition though or maybe just because i oh, do yeah. but i was listening to this podcast over break about this girl who just had this weird odd feeling to like get out of there and if she hadn't left um there was like a shooting like three minutes after or something mm. like that oh, and there's God. so many similar stories to that of people who just get like really weird feelings about something and like decide to leave early or like maybe i shouldn't take this road so for me whenever like something slightly inconveniences me i always tell myself it was for a reason Okay, this is so more, like, academic, random. But I feel like Kaylee will know about this because, like, you're taking psych classes now. Because I just read um, stuff from... I was reading more stuff from my lecture because I literally missed the first 20 minutes because I was just, like, was sitting at my desk, literally like an idle mannequin, just like, <laughs> I just thought my class started an hour later than it did. And I'm just sitting there, like, a complete idiot. And then I was like, oh, my God, maybe I should check my schedule because I feel like something's wrong. Again, I felt like something's wrong. And then I was like, oh, let me go watch. Anyways, I was rewatching it. And apparently, like, in the brain, there's, like unconscious pre-conscious and then conscious but i never knew that pre-conscious mm-hmm. existed oh, wow. i always thought just like it was just unconscious and like conscious yeah. mind mm-hmm. but apparently like the unconscious part of your mind according to like psychologists and whatever is like stuff that your brain like it's either too absurd or it's like out of your immediate awareness that you can like take in but like comes through in like dreams and stuff so maybe that's what it is like mm-hmm. when it like comes through in like small feelings i don't know if you know anything more about this kaylee but i just thought yes, it was really interesting because I, I had no idea because i'm like apparently pre-conscious is where like thoughts can actually like filter into your mind and you can actually like like i don't know express them but then mm-hmm. the, the unconscious like isn't supposed to be even like you, you're not even aware of it but like your body can like i don't know it's yeah complicated. it's like it's so interesting like conscious is like obviously what you know but unconscious there's like a difference in between where like the things that you repress go into your unconscious so when you're sleeping like the part of your um mind there's like this like sensor system that's kind of like your defense mechanisms that make you repress stuff and like push things down into like that unconscious like space because it's obviously safer and like easier to not deal with that stuff so that's all like how you're repressing everything it's just so interesting that um like when you dream that's when things like come true so like everything that's in your unconscious it's called like latent content i think and um the things that are in your unconscious are like the things that worry you or trouble you or like big dilemmas so while you're sleeping your body like slowly kind of presents those things to you but it's done in such like a manipulative crazy way so you're ever dreaming and it's like so normal like you're in your room you're walking around and then slowly things will start to happen and then you'll like have maybe something that's like a symbol of something that bothers you but it's never straight out what's bothering you so let's say you're scared of clowns like you're not going to dream exactly of a clown but maybe you'll dream of like big shoes or like clown makeup or you know what I mean like little things like that and it'll be like little taste of it because if your body shows it to you right away it'll wake you up instantly so everything that's like in your unconscious like everything that's in the latent content is like like eager to come out like it's like aggressive and strong and like fighting for like attention so your body well like all the time but especially while you're sleeping like slowly present it presents it to you in like ways that are manageable or feel comfortable or maybe you're like with people that you're familiar with or people you feel safe with going to like a destination you're scared of or like facing something you're scared of so like it manipulates your whole body to feel comfortable and feel safe so it can give you a taste of the bad thing but not enough that it wakes you up because you would just be scared isn't that crazy that's it so, makes a lot of sense that makes so much right? sense it's so interesting yeah i'm like ta- that's how dreams are completely functioning i'm bringing this up in like, my class structure. on wednesday 
because mm-hmm. I think it's that's really cool. Yeah. And your like defense mechanisms and that whole like sensor system that like deals with things being repressed. That's why it also shows you things, um, especially in dreams, in like a fragmented kind of way. And sometimes you're like, oh, this feels familiar or this feels right. But it's like your body's like manipulating you and tricking you into like dealing with this bigger issue Wait, or this whoa, bigger okay. thing. Crazy. I have an example. Yeah. Because I, this is so weird. I was talking to Juliet the other day about dreams just because I have really weird dreams like all the time. So I've been wanting to like talk to someone about this. But with what you're saying, say, like, something happened to you or, like, something you had anxiety about or whatever, um, and you've, like, lived through it, obviously, and then in your dream, it's, like, a different version of that experience. Is it kind of like that? Yeah. Like, I, um, I'm, like, personally, I'll tell you, like, my example. I'm, like, very scared of cars. So I've had, like, traumatic things in cars, and I just don't really like them. So I'll have a lot of dreams where I'm with, like, really safe people. Like, I even with you guys, or, like, with friends, or, like, people I trust, like, I feel really safe. And then somehow I end up being in a car. And then the car starts driving, and then I always wake up. Like, right when the car starts driving. Because, like, my body's slowly getting me to that point to be like, you're comfortable, you're warming up to it. And then the second I'm, like, I'll be sitting in the car and not even realize it. And then maybe I'll turn and I'll look and I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm in a car. And then I'll go, <gasps> and then I'll wake up. Because, like, my so body weird. becomes too self-aware. That's happened to me Because before. that's something that I repressed into my unconscious. I, yeah. like, wrote my college essay about this. But when I was six, I almost drowned. So, for a, like, long part of my life, whenever I had a dream about, like, getting into water, I'd immediately wake up. Yeah. Because, like... Which is so weird. But everything that happened before you got into the water were things that are probably safe or comfortable yeah. or things that you didn't realize because it's, like, your body trying to get you to address it. Really interesting. Yeah. There's so many, like, other ways that goes into it, but that's, like, the bare bones. Because so, sometimes when I jolt up from a dream like that, then I'm, like, I want to see how that ended. And as much as you try to, like, get yourself to mm-hmm. fall back asleep at that point, I, like, almost can never. Or, like, I'll be stuck in, like, a limbo when I come back oh, yeah. in where, like, it's never going to hit the end because I don't think your brain knows how to fix it almost you know what i mean like you don't yeah. know like what the solution is yeah the second oh, that like yeah. you wake up and you're like oh this is what happened to me in a dream like that's not what happened at all because you're like your actual thoughts and your opinions and your emotions and your logic gets like inter like twisted between what you felt and um you start to forget it which is crazy so you can sit and be like oh i had a dream about a tornado but you didn't like because you put like an interpretation and an intelligent like twist on it so you never really know exactly what you're dreaming about, which is crazy. Wait, that's so weird because we interpret our own dreams. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, so like you have a bias, like unconscious. Obviously, you have a bias that goes into interpreting something. So it's kind of like you're unconsciously doing it yourself, yeah. like storytelling in your own yep. dream. So obviously, you could have been like, "Oh, I saw something red, and I saw this," and yeah, that's factual. But it's not. That's why it's easier to explain how you felt in a dream than what you actually saw or what you went through, because like most of what you feel is like very emotional and like especially if it's like a nightmare or something that's where like the unconscious is like reeking through and that's like when it's so much more emotional i have an example of that because for my dreams for some of them it's more of how i felt in the dream i was talking about this yesterday but i have this reoccurring dream where i can't see in my dreams like i'm completely blind but i can like hear and sense people around me and i hate dreams like that because i feel trapped but i can't Again, I, I can't perceive anything, so I know how I feel. Like, I feel scared, and, like, I'm fighting to wake up, so I kind of start lucid dreaming in that moment. But that's so true that you only, like, f- can remember how you felt in your dream. And especially in, like, nightmares, because basically, like, everything that sits in the unconscious is, like, really threatening. You know, like, it's you're scary, like, your worst fears, all the things that you repressed and, like, don't want to deal with. Even if it's really big things or really small, like, it's kind of scary. So your body just kind of slowly triggers you until it goes too far and you have, like, a nightmare and then you wake up. Or it's like, it can help you kind of, people say they always, 
they resolve things in dreams also because they can like leave it there and then wake up and be like okay with it but it's just insane that's why sometimes you can have a dream that's like a memory you know what i mean because it's like you push it into your unconscious yeah yeah that's yeah yeah freaking crazy it definitely was hitting close to home when i was reading all like the freud stuff and i was like in quarantine if i should talk about that now oh yes because yes, Catherine, tell the story. Really, I just read a chapter today that was like, "What's the point of all this?" And I was like, "Wow!" But when I first um, moved in, which was like what the twenty second, I was like that Friday, moved in, uh, visited my boyfriend, and then like two, so like was with him Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday morning, my sister and everyone's seen person, every person in my family called me and was like called me immediately called me immediately and i was like what's happening and they were like your sister has covid and i was like oh my god like lauren tested positive and then immediately just like sprang up went to go get tested and i just seen her on saturday briefly because we picked up our textbooks together but we were like both had masks on we were like outside so i was like oh for some reason i thought i was safe for some bizarre reason i was like oh whatever i saw her on friday moved her in but she didn't test positive until saturday i had no idea get a call like an hour later after i'm like running around doing stuff and like the contact tracer and she's like hi if you go into a 10-day quarantine for like close contact immediately and i was like huh and i was like i'm not even in my room right now and she's like okay i'll give you a 40 minute head start go and i was like oh and then <laughs> the amount of dreams i had in quarantine being chased and like having to like escape stuff then i was like mm. this is ridiculous um but yeah so packed up my stuff moved in that sunday so i literally arrived friday afternoon and then was like in a different room i hadn't even slept in my own bed yet literally like i was then in the quarantine room um which was on in east campus but it was like the room that kaylee and i were originally supposed to live in oh yeah so it was like the triple i can't even imagine being there with three people now because it's just like there's absolutely no breathing space you would have seen kaylee i was like what the heck Mm. um so i was there for 10 days thankfully my 10 days started on like a saturday when i like had been exposed to lauren um but yeah it kind of the first couple days i was like very upset and then i kind of settled into routine but it was just bizarre not being able to like leave that box for that long and they were like oh the snow day stuff is closed and oh this and i was like i my the windows in my room didn't even open i was i can't even feel the outside air i was like i don't even the closest thing i had was on tuesday morning the whole building was evacuated for some bizarre reason and they never told us why and we got up at 7 30 in the morning there's like loud speakers going off we went outside everybody standing apart from each other because we don't know who ha- who has covid so we all don't oh trust God, each other yeah. we're like nobody come near me and like oh, two no. fire trucks pull up and they extend their ladders up to like the one of the rooms i was like if someone comes out like i was like i don't know what's gonna come out of this uh, building right now and the police car pulled up i was like oh my god i was like it's just still the beginning of my quarantine i was like i can't handle this emotionally i was like i don't know and then you're just like the, everyone came back out and then they brought us back inside and that was that and then i didn't come back outside again until the very end but yeah um it wasn't like as bad as i expected in a way because like it kind of made me confront like my own thoughts i'm like my, my thoughts are my own worst enemy so i can make this as like painful for myself as i want if i just like keep calm and like be like what's the worst that's gonna happen it wasn't like it wasn't fun it definitely was just like felt crappy because like i was like oh i'm gonna have so much freedom when i get back to college and it was like immediately like taken away but it could have been worse at least i didn't get it like lauren is still having like side effects afterwards and she still can't taste anything or smell anything but um and she's like kind of like still tired but yeah so that was a general experience um wouldn't recommend but (laughs) yeah yeah everyone wear your mask stay safe everyone stay away from me (laughs) no i'm just kidding yeah, yeah, everyone's staying yeah, from each other. That's the freaky part. 
Because I just don't know where Lauren got it from. Because I didn't test positive and no one tested positive around her. The freaky her. part is, I was going to hang out with you that day. Um, the freaky part is, Catherine and I live right next to each other. So I literally hung out with Catherine that day. <laughs> yeah. So I was scared that I got and it too the, from you. That's the thing I felt the worst. I was like, if I get sick, like, okay, I'm a hypochondriac, so it's going to be like a nightmare. Same. But, like, the worst part was, I was like, I saw, like, my boyfriend, I saw Kaylee, like for long periods of time and i already been tested three times before i got in here so i was like i'm already like there's no way oh, i got tested on tuesday before i came back and i got tested on friday and saturday and they all came back negative so i was like all right What's i'm scary fine is like you were near lauren and didn't get it and her friends didn't get it so you can get it from things like packages or like touching the same door or somebody you know i mean like really really small things you wouldn't think about but oh that just scares me so much or someone like walking by you with it you know like you literally have no idea yeah but the only thing that I'm concerned about, because I, like, I feel like at the beginning of quarantine, the beginning of the pandemic, I was really careful um, about touching things and stuff. But I've been reading a bunch of articles about how we have built up, like, really great immune systems just because we weren't as sanitary as we are now. And I'm scared that after the pandemic, maybe, like, 2024, so, like, way after masks, whatever, that we're going to be more prone to being sick because mm, of our weakened immune systems. I can't wait for all the science to come out and for them to, like, do all studies on it. I know. I haven't been sick, like, at all. Like, I've not even, like, small colds or anything. And then it's, like, weird because then, like, freshman year, I was, like, dead all the time. That's what my cousin told me. She's like, when you get to college, you're never going to feel healthy, like, in a normal state again. And I was like, you liar. I was like, oh, my God. We were sick every day. Here I feel fine. Yeah. I got super sick the first semester. Like, I lost my voice and everything. Oh, yeah. You were dead for, like, two weeks. Yeah. She lost her voice. She was like, hi. Yes. I was like, no, no. <laughs> I think you met my mom when you didn't have a voice, and she was like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, I did. And I was like, she's so soft-spoken. I'm like, no, mom. <laughs> How did I go to, wait, why did I hang out with people? And I was like, I'm right. going to, oh, wow. Crazy to think I of. I would never think mm-hmm. of doing that now. And even in school, though, it was basically, it was, like, mandatory to go to school. You know what I mean? Even when you were sick and stuff. I remember taking tests in school with, like, a runny nose, blowing my nose in, like, elementary school. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. sick. And having to take tests and having to do stuff. And, oh, why would the teacher want that? I just remember in Com 101 when it was, like, flu season. Oh, my God, We were on yes. the journalism unit, and Graves was passing out cough drops in class. Yeah. Because people wouldn't stop coughing. Yeah. I don't know if you were there, Kaylee. Remember that time we went to Cinematech, and we were in the front row, and then I was, like, having coughing oh my fits? God, and yes. then, like, Merzbacher was, like, can you please Staring stop? At you, and I was, like, yeah. and then Libby had, like, cough drops? either Libby had water or she had something, and I was, like, I'm literally going to, like, die. Like, I was just so embarrassed. I was like, I'm... I thought it was being, hilarious, like, but... <laughs> no, we were... I was like, I had to suppress it. Like, that's the worst feeling. Oh, yeah. We had to go to these events for BU called, like, Cinematech, where someone involved in, like, a production, like, the director or the writer, someone, like, shows their film, and everyone sits in a room and watches it and then, like, asks questions. And it's actually... It's so fun, and it's so cool. But in the middle of us watching this film, Catherine had, like, the craziest coughing fit. And it was so funny. But embarrassing, but really funny. Yeah. Yeah, you got yelled at. They just put them... I did? I think... Didn't people... I got yelled at? Didn't they? Oh, no, I think Mertz Walker was like... Pl- I'm, no, that's what I thought. Maybe I suppressed it. It'll come out in the dream tonight. I don't know. No, it's gonna come out now, Great. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna have someone like yell at me like, stop coughing. Um, You're just gonna have a nightmare about you coughing in the auditorium and everyone's staring no, at you? Kaylee, I had a dream last night that I did something wrong, which means being exposed to COVID. And I was back in some kind of place mm. for like 10 days. Oh, and then I was like, I've done my time. I need to leave. No. And then they were like no and then we were like writing a play and i was like what the heck's happening but um no cinema techs are good they're just on fridays at like seven and we're like yeah they should really just i don't know what actually i don't know what the better day is for that but it's not friday see dreams are really funny though because sometimes i'm like wow like 
that was so philosophical that I know so much about myself. And then other times it's like, oh, there's a dolphin over there. Like, what's going on? It's like the most random things in the entire world. And it's fun. You're right. Haven't had one of those in a while, though. What was your guys' like craziest dream? Like funny, funny, like crazy. Craziest dream. What's your funniest oh, dream? No, I never have funny have dreams. Funny My, dreams. They're surrealist or just they're nightmares. They're all terrifying. <laughs> I've had surrealist dreams. Ooh. I've had like absolutely like paintings that look like surrealist, like dreams that look like surrealist paintings, like whoa. hands down, oh, like whoa. the colors, like the shapes. Like I remember these. Like I very like ghost trains, like things in bird cages and like <gasps> rooms that are like painted like the sky. Like the like when you think of Pinterest like surrealism that's what it was bizarre yeah (laughs) like the graphic design collages see my this is so bad but my (laughs) most traumatizing but also one of my funniest dreams was when i was a kid oh my god did you tell (laughs) it yes (laughs) okay guys so i have a confession to make i'm really scared of et and (laughs) have we talked about this on the podcast before did i say my dream yeah i don't i don't know if you said your dream but I remember this story. I don't know if you said it on the podcast or not, but continue. Okay, so I'm very scared of E.T., which is really embarrassing and really funny. Um, But basically, when I was a kid, I had a dream that I was playing jump rope with my sisters, and we were outside my house, and we were just playing jump rope, hanging out, and then all of a sudden, E.T. was like, and like waddled around the corner. I was like, whoa, like standing right in front of us. So I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, I was looking at him. And I was like, oh, he's fine. Like, I can trust him. Like, he likes Reese's Pieces. Me too. Like, we're safe. We're friends. All is good. So I give him the jump rope. And I'm like, here you go. And we're, like, playing jump rope. And then all of a sudden, he just looks at me, like, so manic. And he takes the jump rope and, like, ties it around my throat and, like, throws me on the ground and is strangling me and attacking me. And then, boop, he pops my head off. And I woke up. E.T. killed me. E.T.? Literally, E.T. killed me. Oh my gosh. And I had this dream when I was like six or seven, and I remember it so vividly. This is where your fear stems? Yes! Because he's terrifying, and he killed me in my dream. And now Wait, I can't look at him. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he is pretty scary looking. Uh, he very. also was like, I think, bigger than we expect. Oh, he's pretty chills large. in my whole body. Yes! He's the yeah, size of is. a toddler. He's pretty big. This, even taller. That's not big, oh, Kaylee. That's scary. I thought no. it was like a stuffed animal. Oh, I'm gonna have a nightmare about him tonight size. because he's repressed in my latent content my unconscious he's gonna remind me oh i hate him i hate him no. and he has that like his finger no, the finger oh god i have chills on my whole body i hate him i mean i don't again i think i only hate I don't, I'm not really scared of anything oh here we go again i think you, you've said this on the podcast too i where have you're like, no oh, fears Chica, you're scared of so many things. I don't. Heights, maybe. Okay, I'm f- I'm scared of not being in control of situations. That's about it. That's all Okay, us. but that's not funny. You have funnier ones. You have a stupid, easy one. Like what? <laughs> like, I'm scared of going blind, but that's, like, sad. But E.T. is, like, the one that I lead with. Okay, yeah. Because that's, that's a funny one. You definitely have funny, stupid, irrational fears for random things. You have to. I really don't. Do you have, like, weird, like, superstitions? So <laughs> like, I still don't, like, oh, umbrellas you're in the house. Like, stepping on cracks, stepping on the seal. Do you have any, like, superstitions that, like... Oh, I can't step on the... BU has this thing, or what is what is it called? The seal. I don't know what it is. It's like the... Tradition? Oh. Superstition. I think it's a BU tradition, superstition. But there's a seal um, in front of Mars Chapel in the middle of Boston University's campus, and there's this myth that if you step on it, you won't graduate in four years. 
So I definitely believe that. I have not stepped on that seal, and I will never until I graduate. So I almost fell I guess, on it, but that's <gasps> classic. But like only small stuff like that. Oh my god! When I was a kid, I'm now I'm thinking of all my crazy dreams. When I was a kid, I was really shy and I was really scared of school. And I don't know why I remember my childhood dreams more, which is crazy. But I was in probably about first grade, and um. I had a dream. You know, in elementary school, you go to different teachers. Like, you have a music teacher and a gym teacher and an art teacher, and you kind of, like, bounce around a lot. Yeah, we called it specials. That's what we called it in Vegas. But, like, since I had so many teachers during the time, and I was scared of all of them because <laughs> I was such a shy kid, I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that I was in the school alone, and my school was really scary at night. And I had a dream that the, all the lights were off, and it was just me alone in the school, and I had a flashlight. And I was running around in the school, and I was so young. And all my teachers had masks on, and they had knives, and they were trying to kill me. Um, about every one of my teachers. And I was like, "Can I be homeschooled?" Yeah, but that, that would do work. it for me. So I, I stayed there. Yeah, yeah no You know, I stayed with those teachers in the class, and I was like, "You tried to kill me last night." Just That's like, the worst feeling when you have a dream them. about someone, and then you see yeah. them in person, you have like animosity, or you're like scared uh-huh. of them. Yes. But then again, is it like your intuition telling you that they're a bad person? Ah, oh, maybe it's a warning. Exactly. Because you ever feel guilty for it, and you're like, they, did, they didn't do that. It was in my dream. But mm-hmm. then you're like, hmm. But why did I think that they would do that to me? Yeah. But also, that could be your paranoia, and you're yeah. like, you, you projecting something onto someone, because yeah. you're scared they're going to do that, or they did that. Or... Long story short, can't trust ourselves or anyone else. <laughs> Long story yeah. short, right. stay in the rooms. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> like, last, like, last year super bowl i remember i actually was like went to somebody's dorm for like a shout out james we had like a super bowl thing (gasps) oh my god lauren told me i just thought about her because she always wins money on super bowl like she's she's lucky she's like the best wow like just always wins money she's so lucky but that reminded me of she told me today that she was um in her room and she was doing work like at her desk and all of a sudden Mm. she's like like this thing run off the wall and it's like a massive cockroach uh, and it was like a foot away from her face like if this is the wall like next to me here guys no. like that's how close it was to her and she was like this big and it was like like orange and fast as hell and like her and her friend caught it and like flushed uh-huh. it down the toilet and then she like they can live for 40 minutes underwater so like what if it crawled back up at some oh my god imagine it just crawls up your ass and she told the ra <laughs> she she told the ra and the ra was like oh they won't come for one They'll only come if there's multiple. And by they, she means, like, any kind of, like, Wait, person so to help funny. her, like, get rid of the infestation. But then Lauren was researching, and she was like, when you only see one, that means there's been overcrowding, which means there's too many hidden spots Okay, let's see, not so talk about this, because I will start out. to get very, very uncomfortable. Anyway. All, alone. Every, all three of us live alone in our rooms. Why would you say this? How? No, oh, no we I'm... don't live alone. Ah, stop, They're living with us. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to our episode. Yes, thank you, guys. We On the scary you. cockroach yeah. note. Thanks, guys. Oh, my um, goodness. We'll be back hopefully um, next week. Hope you guys don't have cockroaches. I'm... Yes, we have a lot to update you guys on, a lot of yes. fun things. And, yeah, great semester to come. So thanks, guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye.